nothing You are not above me I bet you wish you was me I know it, I know What's up everybody? Welcome to a special Monday edition of the Only Friends Podcast. It's not special because it's Monday. It's special because you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the crew who's joining me today. Uh, Melissa, fresh off the birthday celebrations. I know. I'm I'm in my late 20s now. Mm. Congratulations. You've you've made it. I made it. You celebrated your birthday by grinding $5 satellites? I did play some of those. Yeah didn't work out sure why would it (laughs) i've noticed uh personally playing on my birthday cost me more money than playing on any other day of the year well i lost the satellite money but then i i think i won like eight buy-ins in cash so you know it's a give and take okay well you're the privileged one i usually go to the brigada to play the wpt Uh get ejected out of there for four or five bullets play 2550 and lose somehow fifty thousand dollars that's been my right. routine for the last decade. I know. I well, I was. I had that in my mind. Like usually, people lose on their birthdays, but I always have to try and see if it's wrong. Oh no, there's some scumbags out there who claim like birthday run good. Yeah. Um, what a tournament on my birthday! <laughs> it's like fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat some cake. You did? That's Conrad. You want to tournament on your birthday? <laughs> I've done pretty well on my birthday yeah. in the last wow. few years. I was so happy for COVID. I didn't have to go to the Brigada ever again. I haven't played on my birthday in like five years. Yeah. I almost never play on my birthday because it's like middle of August and just over poker at that point. You know, August is like a a down month to play. We'll uh, we'll all be in the Bahamas for my birthday this year. Hopefully. All of us? I mean, those hotel rooms. Wait, this is a software sponsored trip? I mean, we'll we'll give you a little (laughs) discount. We're not going to pay for the whole thing. I think it should be probably a business expense. Yeah, it's it's a write-off. We got to get get the tortoise down there to to meet his people. You know, we got to get him out on the beach. Exactly. Collecting tortoise eggs. Mm Mm-hmm get out there and imagine like we do a show like on on location at Baja Mar and we're like we have the tortoise on scene and we just cut to him and he's on the beach he's like thanks Jim I'm out here at the Baja Mar wow. beach and there's like baby turtles <laughs> yeah. being hatched yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man I love everything I'm about this Conrad you're you're grinding information or are you six tabling he looks like he's got at least one table up nah I just um, he's on the email grind nah mm-hmm. I was sending Kerstad or something funny Oh, somebody wrote in the chat. Jay, um, Dan Blazarian would play the Jack Four. So I hit up Jamie. I said, "Would you?" <laughs> Goddamn Kerstetter. <laughs> Anybody who's been watching my streams for a long time knows that reference. She absolutely wrecked me one day. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown of the run of show. Oh, fuck me, right? I'm not here. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I literally forgot. That's no joke. Uh, I I totally forgot he was here. I I I legit forgot. Aaron Elias was asking about you why you don't come back out to the East Coast so you could donate the fucking fifty thousand. He took all my money. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took all my money. That's why. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize, Christian. I truly did forget you were on the call. <laughs> hey, Jen. How's life in Jersey? Oh, he's giving you the death stare, bro. Oh, oh he's giving me shit. If he's that giving looks like me a death stare. The and stare. <laughs> you got to be here to take me out to the lockers, sir. Uh, I'm looking forward to you getting back, young man. I appreciate you joining in. Um, all right, before we get started, quick rundown of the show. Uh, we are going to cover a lot of the happenings over the weekend. So there's a big court case that is beginning today. 
uh, over the death of Susie Zhao. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Kim K's in the news. Uh, she's she's on that she's on that crypto shilling rug. Apparently, she's uh, she's got to answer a little bit for her advertising. Uh, the Steelers, baby. Woo! They lost. They lost their one and three. It's <laughs> a rough start to the season. But Kenny Jets, 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 Jets. Shut the fuck up, Conrad. <laughs> yeah. Brighter days are ahead. Bert. The, the Kenny Pickett ahead. era has begun. Uh, a phishing cheating scandal, and then some updates from Hustler Live. But before we dig into all of that, I want to remind you guys to please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you're here watching live and you want to chat. Uh, we have it set to subscribers only, so you got to click that bell if you want right. to chime into the like, chat. Like, like, like. We uh, we appreciate you as always. Uh, also, new episode of Poker Out Loud is out today. Uh, if you guys have been watching last week, you might remember that uh, we showed this graphic where I was in a weird spot versus Schwann with middle pair pairing, and I was asking how often uh, to be leading the turn. The correct answer is 33%, uh, and the wrong answer is what I did in real time, which was lead with <laughs> ace-five offsuit. Uh, so you are supposed to lead some aces, just not the one that I had. I end up getting wrecked. Uh, you can go ahead now to solvefory.io if you want to watch that episode, see how that hand fully plays out. Um, finally, quick reminder that we do have a Poker Out Loud Academy Coming up in February, I know when I say coming up in February, that doesn't seem all that close, but it's the next one that we plan on running. So if you guys have any interest in attending the Poker Out Loud Academy, uh, you can head over to uh, academy.solveforwide.io. The dates are going to be February 2nd through the 5th. It's a four-day session. Day one, day three, we go over strategy construction, game theory principles, basically determine uh, a set of protocols for how you can logically deduce um, what you should be doing in real time, uh, how you can problem solve better at the table. And then day two, day four, you actually play a live game of Poker Out Loud where everybody is wearing noise-canceling headphones. When it's their turn to act, they pause the music, they speak their strategy out loud. And then myself, Christian, Landon, Matt Hunt, we're in the booth. We are filling the gaps where nobody's speaking by correcting uh, or congratulating the strategy that you exemplify in real time. So anybody interested in that, head over to academy.solveforwide.io and feel free to get more information or sign what, up. What better way to celebrate uh, Groundhog's Day than with us nerds and brainiacs? Man, the fact that you just know off the top of your head. <laughs> what, the February 2nd is Groundhog's Day? How does everyone knows that? Everyone? <laughs> Does anybody else in this room know that? Punk's a so Phil. Right, bro. You are the whitest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> dude, you are so white. Oh, dude, I went. That listen, is the whitest comment. Listen, I went. Heard. I went to college like literally thirty minutes from Punk's So I like that was a big thing there. It is true. Uh, Punk's Phil is uh, very big in the in the tri county area of Yinzerville, if you will. <laughs> Can you spell Indiana that for County? Me? What? Punk's Punk No, I'm not even trying. <laughs> I wouldn't even make an attempt. It starts P with a P. P-U-N-X-A-T-A-W-N-Y. There you go. I'm, I'm good with the P-U-N-X after that. <laughs> like, no idea. Uh, yeah, I grew up kind of thinking like Groundhog Day was local to us until the movie with Bill Murray came out. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, no, this is just like a national That horror. probably made it, made it more famous. And then now there's, there's, there's like spoofs and uh, ripoffs. There's like a, a weasel or something that does something somewhere. Like it's... 
Bugs and Tony feels the original. Oh, yeah. The Apollo said college, also peak white. <laughs> uh, fuck you, DePaula. Fuck you and your chats. <laughs> Don't worry, Lamanda didn't make it too long. <laughs> yeah, poker kind of got in the way. There's there's yeah. definitely no degree hanging on his wall. No. He won the full tilt brawl. There's a, and, and there's also uh, no student debt That's true. <laughs> hanging, <laughs> hanging over me either. That's true. Picking a state school and only making it three semesters, real way to get off cheap. I went two years, three, two and a half. Okay. More than I thought. Five semesters, good for you. Uh, okay, so let's first talk about uh, this uh, court case with Susie Zhao. Um, so for anybody who recalls, I think it was like June of 2020-ish, uh, somewhere in that area, uh, Susie Zhao, a.k.a. Susie Q, she was a regular on the LA streams. Uh, she did some commentary on the bike. Um, pretty well-known grinder in, in the community. Uh, she was found brutally murdered and disfigured uh in michigan her home state so i think the way the story goes was that she was found burned in a in a, in the trunk of her car or something along those lines um i didn't realize an arrest was made so this was news to me that this man was being held on trial uh jeffrey bernard morris uh is finally going to be set to go to trial today uh this is Roughly two years after it happened, I think COVID delayed everything a little bit. Um, but he was arrested weeks after the murder occurred, which, again, I, I wasn't really aware of. And I don't think we have any insight as to uh, what the murder was surrounding or, like, what the relationship between these two were. Motive. Uh, motive. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, speculating. It easily, she was a high-stakes gambler, so, like, it easily could have been loan sharking or something along those lines. But I, again, that's just complete and utter speculation. I have no clue whatsoever uh, what it would be. Um, it says that uh, she had been burned alive and was sexually assaulted uh, for, for her actual uh, cause of death. Um, the article I'm reading here from Poker News says, police arrested Morris in the following weeks who uh, prosecutors alleged met Zhao at the Sherwood sherwood motel and bound her with zip ties and then lit her on fire until she died which what is the heck why wait they That's met so at a motel so brutal yeah so obviously like i'm intrigued well I, obviously i want to see her get justice uh so I, i'm interested from that perspective fuck. but uh i'm i'm curious to follow along on the trial as well mm -hmm. to see the evidence yeah. that's produced against him i'd like to know like what the motive was like why was she meeting him at a motel like all these things um you know, I do think that there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say good that can come from this, but there's a lot of relevance in the sense that our community is one, and if I'm learning anything through this whole hustler ordeal, it's that we are very insulated mm -hmm. and the outside world just has no fucking clue yeah. what's going on within the four walls of the poker community. So uh, I do think that this serves a little bit as uh, a warning to those of us in the community that are constantly brushing elbows with people who are, uh, you know, maybe shady characters in some capacity, maybe have some sort of past. It seems like this guy had a violent history. Uh, and again, like I have no idea what their relationship was or, or how it happened. But, um, you know, when it comes to high stakes gambling, a lot of that money seems to come from very nefarious places. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that comes some really sketchy characters. So, uh do you, a lot of people use poker for money laundering it's a great question 
probably. You know, uh, I talk about this, or I have talked about this a lot in the past. I've been playing poker for 20 years, mostly cash games, and for the better part of a decade and a half, maybe, uh, cash was allowed to play on the table. So mm. I almost never held anything other than strict cash. Wow. I don't know that I've come across a counterfeit, but I, I'm positive that I have, mm -hmm. right? Like just sheer probability says that I have, uh, but I've never actually found or caught one. Um, so like, that's why I guess I say, I assume money laundering is taking place in poker, but I have no idea because I don't engage in money laundering, just like right. I don't engage in counterfeiting, right? But by sheer volume of the amount of cash that's flowing through people's hands and uh, the way cash in cash out works in this business. It's ripe for it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'm unsure of is like, how do you make the money clean? Right. Right. I, I mean, I guess you can make it clean by claiming winnings. So like if you go into Ivy's room. Well, if you convert it to chips. Yeah. So like say somebody comes into Ivy's room and says like, hey, I have 100K cash. Can uh -huh. you give me chips? And I make that exchange. Right. And then they cash out. 90,000 of it. Yeah. Uh the the cage is going to say where did this come from and he's going to say oh I just played 200 400 uh -huh. and they're going to have no record of him buying in. Right. So they're just going to assume it's all winnings. Yes. Uh which, you know, then they have the tax implications. Um so I don't know. I don't know why people money launder to be quite honest. Well, it's yeah, uh I don't know much about it, only from like TV shows and stuff. <laughs> right, Ozark. So yeah, Breaking Bad, mm -hmm. and but it's like when they have a lot, a large amount of money, but it's off the books, and they need to somehow get it on the books. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine yeah, I'll that. Tell you guys, I'll tell Go you guys ahead. about it after. <laughs> he knows. Man, the, the one time for Dark, Dark Side, Side to come in and yeah. and clear Lightness. things up. <laughs> get that hood up. Yeah. Bring, bring Any us money laundering <laughs> experts in the chat? Could you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Call go ahead in. and just uh, tell us. Any money laundering teachers? <laughs> yeah, can you guys give us a course on uh, how to wash money and why we would want to? Um, speaking of washing money, or maybe perhaps giving money back, Kim K's in the news. Oh, she is. For she is. our secondary favorite topic, which is crypto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seems as though she was paid. Uh, Honestly, not even that much money, all things considered, for her. Quarter million dollars. Quarter for, million for to do post. a crypto ad. Yeah. Okay, so one post. That's nice. I wish somebody would give me a quarter million. Yeah, that's below her, her going rate, as I think uh, Melissa stated in pre-production. Yeah, I've heard that they get anywhere from 500K to a, a million, million for, like, random When you say posts. they, you mean the, the Kardashians. Kardashians. Kylie, Kim. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think she has, I mean, she has uh, almost a quarter billion followers. Yeah. So goes out to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and the, that influence is strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she, uh, I think it was called uh, Ethereum Max is what she was uh, touting. Right. And uh, yeah, she made the post and the post said something along the lines of, this is not financial advice, but my friends are getting into this uh, cryptocurrency. And if you guys want to check it out, go ahead. She did put hashtag ad in her uh, post, but uh, the SEC said that is not enough so they need to know how much money they, she's making they need well. to know yeah she needs to disclose i don't know if she how needs to disclose the exact amount that she got but she definitely needs to disclose that she is being paid right to promote this said crypto asset um so she didn't do that she just put ad which it that they said that's not enough and so they are 
uh, she reached an agreement with him. She said she wants to get this, you know, over with and done with out of the way. So she has to pay a million dollar fine plus um, forfeit the, the $250,000 that she was paid for this ad. Um, which I don't know if that goes to back to the people, that, back to the yeah the pay her, to pay her to do the ad, or if it goes to the government. I suspect it probably goes to the government. Probably. Yeah, and she also cannot uh, tout any uh, crypto assets for the next three years. Hmm. That's gonna okay. hurt the pockets. Yeah. Well, from what you've read, would you rather buy Ethereum Max or Bitcoin Latinum? Uh I think I would go with Ethereum Max you see, because the I trust. Kim Kardashian yeah. more than, more than <laughs> The guy's the goat, man. He is the goat. He's, he's never lost. So right. you're going to buy Latinum? Yeah, but the, well, the Latinum, last time I checked, I think it's at um, 0. 0.000. Well, it's, <laughs> a stable, it's a stable coin, right? It's, it's very stable. stable. It's been stable at zero for a long yeah. time. So, you know, it can't go down too much more. This we, feels to me like so much of a gotcha type thing by the... It's the SEC that's coming it's after, It's the SEC, right? correct. Yeah. Who writes the fucking rules for how an influencer... I mean, I'm sure no, it's there's, them. There's, there's laws in place. Yeah, yeah, I'm so There's sure. absolute laws in place that says that um, when any kind of, uh, you know, whenever you're promoting any kind of security, uh, then or, you know, some sort of asset that you have to disclose that you're being paid for. It. Ethereum mm -hmm. Max is up 32% today. Oh, so. I, I was going to go Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. people just like, oh, what is, the, what is this? Any Let me go check it out is and buy it. Publicity. It really is. I That's mean, wild. It's more true now than ever, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this, this has actually happened before. Um, uh, Floyd Mayweather was mm -hmm. uh, fined. Uh, DJ Khaled was fined. I think they said Steven Zagal. All pretty similar um, situations where they didn't disclose that they were actually being paid for what they were shilling. Right. Um, yeah, maybe they just... It, because it's being treated as if they were shilling stocks, right? But they maybe they just don't see it like that, so they don't think to worry about the sec I, I, and well, yeah, even maybe if they are shilling stocks they would still have to do the same thing it's right? the same thing yeah. yeah i think what she's saying is they maybe they didn't think that they didn't think, they didn't it was think the crypto same. was the same as yeah. stocks so uh, they were like oh maybe so, i don't have to so here's my it. question is what she was shilling a coin or a, an exchange it's a coin it's a, yeah it's a coin. okay so like it's an actual cryptocurrency but if she was if she was shilling an exchange or like robin hood for example right not the same rules no i would think the rules would have to be different right yeah Right. Because yeah. it's a company versus a security. Right. Yeah. It yeah. is kind of. Because you're, you're, right. she's giving actual uh, investment advice mm -hmm. to, to buy this actual asset. In spite, in spite of right. leading with this is not investment advice. This is not financial so advice. It's, right. So Ethereum Max has lost 95% of its value since June 2021 when Kim Kardashian promoted it. That sounds about right. Do you think that she would have gotten uh, penalized like this if it hadn't totally just like dropped zero? Mm, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> it, it probably put it on their radar. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. think it put it much more on on their radar. Yeah, I think. But it it what We're, it seems like it seems like the SEC is trying to crack down more on this. So they were saying that you know if you're an influencer out there and you are um, you know promoting these these assets, you got to be very careful. I'm you interested where the lines drawn. Like, what if you do a podcast or what if you're in the yes. uh, no, that, Wall that, Street bets Reddit thread? Well, it's weird, right? Because <laughs> crypto technically insider trading is not against the rules mm -hmm. i mean crypto is right crypto is not, not regulated same. by the sec yeah it, so it is kind of interesting that it, it's it all still has to go with whether whether you're being paid to do it or not 
Right? right. That's why I said like, so what about the podcast? Right. So like, say I build a podcast where it's literally, I'm going to give you my top 10 coins mm-hmm. once a week. Yeah. If you're being paid one of those top 10 coins, you're sure, being paid sure, for, sure. You need to disclose it. Right. So but if you're just monetizing your podcast through this you're just, structure, you're, if you're just saying these are the, this, this is what it is. You're not being paid by right. Like then, if you're Jim, you Jim, what's his face on mad money? Uh, Kramer. Jim, Jim yeah. Kramer. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't have to disclose all these warnings no but he might also be an actual financial advisor yeah so then, like so then he can he can actually give that maybe he has a license he I don't shouldn't know. be getting bribed right. to talk about certain things <laughs> so if you're licensed <laughs> it's, it's different right if you're if you're an actual license yes then you can then you can give financial advice but all these people that you, you know you see all these crypto influencers none of them are licensed they're, they're just they just started a, a podcast you know well, they I just think started your a license channel. can be in jeopardy That's why if they you're all... telling people what to buy and you're financially motivated Right. That's if you're not disclosing it, I would think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know who Kim should have hired? Who? It sounds like she needs a metaverse, metaverse lawyer. Oh my God. <laughs> she does. There's one out there. There is. You're right, actually. In the news there a is. lot lately. Uh, Mr. Lou Shout out to Charles. Charles Lou. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what the fuck a metaverse lawyer is, but it sounds like this is right up his alley. <laughs> this, yeah. It this, does. this is some metaverse shit. Yeah. So, Kim, if you're watching, Hit up Charles for some. For some uh, I'm sure she's watching. Yeah. Is there an angle that we can take where we just like deny our current reality and just say like, "Oh no, 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 don't worry, that doesn't matter." I was actually posting that from the metaverse. <laughs> I hope not. You try, I don't know. Your try rules, it. Your try rules it don't apply me to me, SEC. Right. I, I mean, killed that man in the metaverse, not, yeah, in, reala- not exactly. in reality. <laughs> oh, crazy mm-hmm. times. Um, I wonder. Well, I guess that. I was going to try to parallel this to the CoinFlex thing, but I guess that's different because that was an exchange. Yeah. Um, it yeah, it, it wasn't was, a coin. It was, it was an exchange yeah. that didn't, didn't yes. segregate its liquidity. Yeah. But, right. but they had their own token. Yeah. So if you ever said, to, hey, this, buy this token, then, then it's your same thing. Right. Right. You're on the hook then, I guess. And how do you get off the hook? Just one last time for clarity's sake. If you lead with, I'm a paid sponsor. Uh, this is, yeah, this is, this is our paid sponsor. So I, I've, I thought I'm, it was I just Doug. putting hashtag ad, but videos. apparently that's not yeah, it. It seems like, it seems so, like Doug would be pretty the, safe. Most, most of the um, crypto videos that I watch on YouTube, that that's, they all say, well, they always start with, I'm not a financial advisor. They sure. always start that. But like, say they're going through, whatever analysis they're giving and then halfway through they want to do their ad they'll say and now we're going to talk about uh, our our paid sponsor and then they'll say whatever asset it is right so it's like they they usually always preface it with this is our paid sponsor so it's so you know that they're getting paid for what they're about to show you yeah so you're not just being like i trust this person you know this person has a million subscribers on youtube i trust them and now they're telling me buy this this ad, you need to know that they're being paid to tell you to buy it. Yeah, this seems which pretty... Is, which is reasonable. Pretty, very seems reasonable. pretty strongly that Doug would then be in the clear. I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, confident right, that I that's... I think so, yeah. CoinFlex is our main sponsor, yada, yada, yada. Um, well, fuck. If they can get Kim K, they can get anybody. Yeah, they said <laughs> that, that, that that fine for her is equivalent to the normal family paying $100 when you... Because she's worth... That reminds me. I got a speeding ticket. I got a speeding ticket like... Two months ago, I think, and I gave it to my assistant to take care of. And like you know, you you hit up uh, Kenny, whatever I can't remember the the lawyer here, but you pay seventy five bucks and he 
he goes to traffic court for you and gets it changed Aww. to a to a parking violation, whatever, okay. so you don't get points. Um, and I had her do that, and he responded like through his automated messaging or whatever, an intern saying like, okay, well, the date is like way down in the future. Don't worry about it, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just realizing now like, <laughs> I haven't followed up. I haven't paid anything. You're saying there could be a warrant out for your arrest? Do they put warrants out for your arrest for speeding tickets? Absolutely. Yes. Really? 100%. Come get me. I'm trying to remember <laughs> all the tickets that I may or may not, like parking tickets mm -hmm. I may not have paid. They should, they should literally have it. I mean, they should text you or something if you have uh, a warrant. They should also Because, like, I don't know. Like, I could have one. Like, I don't know. But, like, text me so I know. Don't call because it'll yeah. be screened. Yeah, they won't of course. Get it. Like, text, also, just text me and Also, say, I mean, this sounds like a great way to set up another scam. Like, I know. I, I, Marley's I getting do Target get gift, gift cards as we speak yeah. to, to pay off a speeding ticket. The IRS is after you. Yes. I'm like, maybe. There's a warrant out for your unpaid parking ticket. Please click this link right. and pay it. Right. What they should do is uh, they should just acknowledge that speeding tickets are not for the benefit of, of mankind and policing things and that it's just a money grab. And then just have a credit card swiper with the officer where he comes up to your window and goes, look, I got you going 85 to 65. Uh, it's going to be $225. If you pay 300, we'll change it to a traffic violation. Would you like to pay debit or credit? I heard they had that in Georgia. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure I read an article that they, that happens in Georgia. You could just pay right should. on the spot? You could pay right on the spot. Wow. They uh, should. Yeah. Do you know how many times I just wanted to be like, I have $200 here right now. Can I, I give this to you? And it's not a bribe. I yeah. just don't want the paperwork. Yeah. Yo, so could you so imagine? That's how it works in DR, bro. There comes right dark side. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, could you imagine getting a fucking text message or a phone call? You have a warrant out for murder. Please go to your local precinct. <laughs> like, Please come outside. Uh, man, do I want to tell this story on air? Yes. Oh, boy. Do it. Hey, you've come this far. Oh, Ooh, no. It's such a bad one. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this must have been like 2009, 2010, something like that. Uh, my sister and I got into like a heated argument at my grandmother's, and it resulted in... Uh, like oh, I know the story. It was it resulted in my grandmother trying to like get in between us, and my sister like was basically like kicking and flailing, and she accidentally kicked my grandmother. My grandma split her head open. I had to take her to the hospital. Yada yada yada. Uh, it it was all it was all a series of unfortunate events. Um, but it was you know a heat of the moment kind of thing. So after that happened, I my my sister's you know five foot four something like that. I literally like picked her up and took her outside and locked the door. I was just like, you know, enough. Uh, so I tried to deescalate as best I could, whatever. So she was furious at me and she has quite the anger and wanted to get back at me. So uh, she went and she, I guess I had like bruised her arm when I picked her up and she went and uh, showed the local police and they showed up at my grandma's house the next day and I was at my dad's grinding a full Sunday schedule. So like I had stars full tilt, everything up. I, I was already pre-regged for like 30 tournaments or something like that. My grandma calls and she goes, the police are here looking for you. <laughs> and I go, why? <laughs> uh, and I remember at the time, like my mom was making things like in insanely worse. Like she was very strung out or whatever. And uh, like while I was at the hospital with my grandma, she was just making a huge ordeal of this. Uh, and I felt like she had a lot of influence in, in things escalating. 
So I'm just like, why? Like, what, what the hell's going on? And she's like, I don't know. I just told him you're not here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this Thanks, is not bro. the way to handle this. Oh. <laughs> um, but now I'm like freaking out, you know? And uh, she's like, you know, they're looking for you. They want to they they take you in. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I text my dad. He's like, well, we should just drive down there and like, you know, voluntarily surrender. So I click unreg on like 30 events. I'm, <laughs> I'm already in and blinding out of like another four or five, right? And we go in and, uh, you know, they basically tell me the statement that my sister gave uh, of like domestic abuse or something like that. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's literally not what happened. You know, you could speak to my grandmother. She has five staples in her head, like, you know, there, there's evidence that uh, this is, he said, she said, and, uh, you know, it's not correct. And he's like, and they're like, okay, well, um, we need to detain you. And I'm an idiot. Like, they're not charging me with anything. Right. I could have just left. Yeah. But I'm Mr. Goody Goody, bow down to... to yeah, uh, she's like, do what you gotta do, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, do like, I'm do. innocent. Do whatever you have mm-hmm. to do, no big deal. So they throw me in a holding cell. They took my shoes. So I didn't, like, <laughs> hang myself, I guess. Uh, and it's like, uh, it was it was like Labor Day weekend. Yeah, they don't oh. know what they're dealing with. I mean, they're just no, going off yeah, of course. Off of they're what? going off protocols. It's right, fine. of course. Uh, but it's like Labor Day weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Sunday, the day before a holiday. And I'm in there and I'm just like, you know, okay, what's the procedure? They're like, oh, well, we have to get a justice of the peace to hear, uh, to hear the charges and decide if, if you're under arrest or not. And I'm just like, okay, like, are we going to do that now? And he's like, well, it's a holiday weekend. <laughs> we probably won't be able to get anyone until Tuesday. And I'm like, let me out of here. Yeah. I'm like, too late. Too late? And I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean too late? And I'm freaking out. They're like, you're a flight risk because you live in Vegas. And I'm just like... Well, you have my address. <laughs> yeah, like, you know where I'll be. Come find me. Uh, You're out of the jurisdiction by that point. Right, 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 of course. I mean, uh, yeah, it's like Allegheny Township Police or whatever. Um, so I'm freaking out. Like, somehow I just got myself stuck in here for 48 hours. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, like, somehow they, they pulled up a Zoom call and were able to get a JP on, on Zoom. And they, they basically, like, told both sides of the story. And he just, like, looked at me and looked at them and goes let him out (laughs) and that was that uh so it was uh it was a very for younger me it was a terrifying thing like i've never been in trouble before and uh i I certainly didn't necessarily know how to handle it but it was (laughs) it's one of those things where like looking back in hindsight volunteering uh, volunteering myself up, it seems like it was the worst idea. I don't think you really volunteered yourself up. Um, being detained, I think they have a right to keep you. Yeah. For say, 24 hours. Yeah. Like yeah. If they say you're being detained, like, you have you're no detained. choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For it's tw- the same, it's when the same you say, as being am I being detained and they say no, then you can leave. Yeah. Right. I, I, well, I don't know the law fully, but I think that they get, to, uh, judging off of how much CSI I've watched, uh, <laughs> I think that they get 24 hours, but I also think, like, you have the opportunity to, like, lawyer up and can get released within that 24 hour stretch like i don't mm-hmm. think it's just with impunity uh that they can keep you but maybe i'm maybe i'm a little bit off uh either way my flight was the next morning like <laughs> if i had just grinded out sunday they weren't going to come to my dad's and find me and i would have just been on the first flight out in the morning and next that's week, that two weeks later you got a text message you yeah. are wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you have a warrant uh, you are wanted uh but yeah, that, that's that's kind of what happens whenever you're in a town of two thousand people. Yep, uh, shit like that goes down. Speaking of Pittsburgh, okay, I'm torn. 
I saw something very, very exciting yesterday. It's fucking too. And it happened in Pittsburgh too, you know. Let's should you, we just let him have yeah, his moment? Have just your, get, have your, just have get have it out of the way. So I can tell you why it doesn't matter. Why go ahead. Go ahead. J E T S. You guys were talking a lot of shit. You know, you guys saying you were gonna win, you're gonna do this, you ended the show that the Steelers were gonna win, and now you're gonna go like run it back and say, Oh my god, our quarterback is so good. He played so well. No, you got your asses kicked. You got fucked up. End of story. No, nobody, J-E-T-S. Nobody who Jets. watched that game thinks Jets. that anybody's ass was kicked. Jets. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would be about as proud of that victory as a Jets fan as I am as a Steelers fan beating the Bengals. Yeah. I, I can't imagine a less deserved victory. Anytime someone gets one over on the Steelers, they oh, got to, yeah, you, you know. know it is. The Steelers. I mean, these so guys. Just, yeah. They're just, they're <laughs> right. all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean... It's funny. I was watching the game and I was thinking to myself, like the Jets suck so bad. I'm sad that this is a home game. I was just like, oh man, I wish they were like on the road. Like this is gonna be such an easy win. <laughs> See, I, I, I didn't think that. Fucking trap game, man. No, I mean, if you watch the beginning of the first three games, they were not. Like I, I was, I was holding back. So it was just like watching this game. It was probably about through the first quarter, maybe, and I was just like, okay. I've went through the five stages of, of grief right. and, and, and I've come to, I, and I come to accept. Oh, this is what happened to me Steelers, after the game ended. That the Steelers great. just suck. Yeah, I was like, no, they're they bad. They suck. I've accepted it. I was like, okay, they're just going to suck this season. I mean, it's apparent, like watching them is painful. And then the second half happened. Mm-hmm. And all that went away. Yep. I was like, oh my God, they're a brand new team. Yes. Yeah. Get Kenny out there. What I, what I concluded is that Mr. Biscuit sucks. Yes. Melissa, you were way off. You were way off on your read. (laughs) What do you mean? My read said that he hadn't proven himself. Okay. That's fair. You're right. You you are correct. I said that he had a big ego, but hadn't proven it yet. Okay. You're actually right. Okay. You know what? I take, I apologize. (laughs) Spot on. Your read was spot fucking on. I know. This guy stinks, man. Yeah. He absolutely stinks. Sorry. I did steal Michelle's joke, but Limp Biscuit is, is. A perfect way to describe him. Yeah. Yeah. This this guy stinks in three weeks with George Pickens, who might be the most phenomenal rookie wideout I've ever seen. He's fun. He had like three catches for 60 yeah. yards or some shit. Yeah. In he the second more, half. He already had more targets in the second half. In the than second he did half, in the he had five for 75 with Pickett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like these two just look like they belong together. They're yeah. they're a match. I mean, mm-hmm. this is Ben A B. This is this is. Uh, well, fuck, Ben was there forever. Ben Hines Ford. Yeah. This you is really something that we are. Uh, you still game this. today. Here's a third and four. Yeah, Pick baby. Look at this guy, oh. man. Catches made is an He's nasty. It is. George like, Pickens. As a Jets fan, you want one George Pickens on your team? George Pickens is going to be oh, one of the best. Wide, are we deep in it? Pittsburgh territory. No. Oh. And George Pickens is going to be one of the best wide receivers that ever plays the game. He's but great. on the other side of that, he's going to be on another team in three years nah. doing it. No, no, no. And he's no, never no. going to play for the fucking Steelers. No, and he's no. not going to win a Super Bowl there. He's going to win They're it somewhere not, else. We're not talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. We're right. talking about the Pittsburgh We signed people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, the Steelers are done for the next, next decade. No. Oh, my God. A decade. Bro, they're Gone. so talented. Make a bet now. Yeah. Guap, I just sent you a tweet in the on Discord this is already probably known, but um, breaking news. Steelers are expected to move forward with rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett. Let's go, says, dude. As, 
The first rounder is set to replace Mitch Trubisky in the lineup. Pickett saw his first action on Sunday Let's and go. is slated to be the QB moving forward. Let's go. Uh, so the we Pickett era is upon Pickett us. The is officially yeah, the here. Kid came, played great. Came in, threw two picks. <laughs> Fucking great game. Let's give him the starting role. Great. He threw, I, I he threw say, three picks. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, he threw, he threw two. Trubisky threw one. No, but he the, oh, the, the last play of the, the game, game. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, like yeah. technically a pick. Yeah. All three of them. One was a new advised throw for sure. The other one that was one a Hail Mary doesn't game. count. And then the other one was just Claypool not trying hard enough. They were, they were both off tip balls. Yeah. Uh, but the one to, to Fryermuth on the sideline, that cost us the game. Like it all really he has to did. do is manage it, the clock there. It really did cost us the game. Move the chains. You can yeah. take the sack. It's fine mm-hmm. in that spot. Like yeah. no harm, no foul. But <laughs> Somebody in the chat just said it, but I want to talk about it for a second. Oh, no. If you were to see the name George Pickens, yeah. What would you think this person looked like? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like somebody from the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, like yeah. pushing 90 in mm-hmm. a wheelchair. Yeah, just some old dude. Whistling, playing the fiddle. Do, 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 do. Melissa, have you seen Conrad's fiddle yet? I have not. I bet you, I bet you George Pickens knows wow. exactly when Groundhog's Day is. <laughs> Oh, Chin, it's good to hear from you, buddy. I forgot you're here. <laughs> you know what it is, is I don't have your video on my uh, on my computer, and I need to do that from now on moving forward. So you can see him. That way I I'm can all time. Sister, I'm glad your sister snitched on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now you know where it comes from, man. Uh, I didn't even do that anything. That was just a family of snitches. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do anything. Speaking of snitching, somebody snitched on this dude in the fishing tournament. Oh, my God. Uh, yo. Bro. That shit is wild. How is it? Like, this has to be a, a thing for, like, decades, right? Like, yeah. this is the easiest cheat of all time. They've been at the like top, it. apparently, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, fishing is very – there's a lot of uh, cheating in fishing. My uncle is a red, fisher, red fisherman. He fishes the tour, and, um, or he did, until he got cheated mm-hmm. out of, like, a boat and whatever, prize money. But, um, yeah, people usually, like – Put fish in a box like the night before, leave them out in the water somewhere, and then go pick them up. Wow. That's sharp. Yeah. Wow. Like, there's, That's a sharp. Lot, there's a lot of shit that well, people do. So I do guess there's some the money, cheap. though, too, because they've won. I read somewhere. I don't know what period of time it was, but it was 300K that I mean, they had won from tournaments. Yeah, there's, there's all right From money. what I can tell, there's more money in fishing than there is in bowling, in pickleball, in cornhole. Like, all of okay. the... I mean... Yeah. Well, I it's mean, true. we're talking about like uh, of the non-mainstream sports, like fishing okay. seems to be the biggest. No, there's, yeah. there's a decent amount of money in fishing. You win mm-hmm. boats. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. There's, you wonder why? Because there's sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Exactly. There's sponsorship. These boat shop, these boat companies sponsor a lot of these tournaments and stuff, and then a little bit of prize money. Mm-hmm. And Probably boat. all the fishing supply Everybody places. Everybody wants to fucking cheat and fucking put weights in fish and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like in cornhole, there's no expensive product. Yeah. In right. pickleball. The most expensive thing is like a $200 paddle. Right. Yep. In fishing. And that's only if you're fucking bougie, the $200 yeah, yeah. paddle. <laughs> yeah. In fishing, there are outboard motors, yep. boats. Everything. All of the equipment is expensive mm-hmm. as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's like golf. You, you get a lot of high-end sponsors because it's a high-end sport. Yep. Right. Uh, why, were, why were they putting fish fillets in the fish? Maybe to, to cover up the balls. So that it wouldn't just, fall out? Yeah, try to make it gooey, maybe? Yeah. So, like, so when it, you touch it, 
Oh yeah. So when you touch it, you wouldn't feel the the weight. Mm, right. You only that feel makes the sense. fish. You feel the inside of the fish. Right. It just feels like more fish. Right. And so the craziest part about that whole thing is like, if you they were doing this for like a year, year plus, whatever. Like, how many times did they have the same size fish as somebody else, and they're just looking? And at it just it. weighs twice as much. Uh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's the disease that fish get. It's called spina diffia or something like that. And where they they get this like fucking growth on their back and they're just huge it's like twice the size they could be literally twice the weight as this fish like almost the same size but it looks the same size yeah yes but um yeah i don't know roll that mm. clip guapo these guys are psychos man Everybody listen to me right now. Jake, I want you to leave. I don't want anybody to touch these guys. I want you to leave. He's going to jail. Jason, you should come and help me. Tell him, it's You fucking This is bullshit. You fucking done this, mother bitch. You fucking fucking shit. Don't we need to file a police report? Yeah, Jason, we got to file a police report. All of them. Every fucking one. Every single fucking thing. I mean, we all fucking knew it. What the fuck, man? A filleted fish. Look at this. Is a filleted, yeah. A filleted fish. A walleye filleted. He needs to go to jail. You call the cops. I got video. You got anything to say? NASCAR fishing. You don't mess with rednecks, man. Wow, these rednecks is about to fucking kill that man. <laughs> Yo, are you allowed to say that word? Redneck? Yeah, I don't know. I'm half white, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I don't know, man. I'm not allowed to say anything anymore. So what? you can't say that. Why? You know, <laughs> it just means that they got sunburn on their neck because they're really nah, white. Come on. Yeah, that's what it means. Because they're really white. Yeah. They work out on the farms. Mm -hmm. They're outside yeah. all day. They fish. They yeah. fish. I grew up in redneck territory. Like, yeah, I'm allowed to say it. Well, we like we've seen, you know, what we've been talking about for the last week, and it's just it just goes to show that like anytime there's money involved and it's a competitive environment, someone's gonna find there's gonna be someone out there who's gonna try to cheat, mm -hmm. gonna try to game the system. Right. So if you're in any kind of competitive environment where there's a cash prize, even when there's not, people are going to want to win, too. So they just always be on the lookout. There's going to be fucking lead balls and fish. <laughs> yeah. God knows what. Yeah. I mean, they're play all things considered. They're playing for small amounts of money. 
Like, I mean, hundreds of thousands. I mean, of it, hold on, hold on. Well, that's over a long period of time. Yeah, I mean, it's each also, tournament is like you know, fifty k, forty k. Yeah, a you win a boat. So a boat's gonna be a hundred thousand. This is a significant amount of money you're to so these people. You're so jaded to dollar amounts. You're so yeah. jaded because like this is a lot that's of money to a redneck in the country. Can I finish? Can I finish my segue now? Okay, thank you. What I was going to say is Hustler was playing a game with $4 million on the table, you cocksuckers. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Relatively speaking, they're yeah. playing for small prize pools and go to, well, I wouldn't even say extensive lengths to cheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding out or finding lead balls and stuffing them in a fish seems <laughs> pretty easy. Yeah. Matter of fact, those looked like uh, sinkers, uh, like big yeah. sinkers. Is that what that was? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So like they're just taking fishing equipment and kind of like uh, using it to the best of their interest. But uh, you know, if we were to measure this in dollar EV, it's high, right? It's super high. Yeah. Now imagine that you're playing in a cash game where there's 3.5 million on the table, right? And nobody's doing anything to secure the system outside of seizing phones and. Uh, you know, maybe locking the door where the information is is coming in. Uh, this is this is where we're at, right? Uh, and this is kind of the conversation I want to have about, you know, three days removed, so to speak, from uh, the the scandal that happened at Hustler. Uh, I, I want to shift the narrative a little bit in this direction, not because I want to point blame or point fingers or anything. We don't even know if cheating <laughs> occurred, right? Uh, for all intent and purposes intents and purposes uh the jury's out right like i've seen some shit that leads me to believe that uh you know robbie and rip are at a minimum lying about something uh you know their body language the way they carry themselves it it all seems to me to align with uh people who are kind of caught in a lot there's so many inconsistencies Mm -hmm. so 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 many and that hand every time i watch it every single time i watch it i just keep coming back to like it's impossible. It's just impossible to play this hand in this way. Like no one in that game is rich enough to care that little about a hundred or a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it was to call mm-hmm. off. Like yeah. no one, no one. And I don't care how much of an amateur you want to paint her as like, I, I just have such a strong visceral feeling that something doesn't sit right with me every time I watch that hand. Now, I say that with a huge caveat because I've also watched a lot of other footage and I haven't found a smoking gun. I've seen certain things that may lead us in the direction to believe like, okay, this could potentially be a device or that water bottle is sus as fuck, man. Like, why is it always there and why is it on the table? That, also, that demonstrates how poor the protocols are for the live stream in general. Like, even that you would allow a foreign object of any sort. The reason you take the phone is so that you can create a sterile environment mm-hmm. and know for a fact that nobody's on their phone, right? Like, it's not that cheating with a phone is so easy, because it's not. It's just that if you create an environment where everybody's on their phone, then it creates reasonable doubt as to what the phone is being used for, right? Having a water bottle on the table, it's like, it's already bad news for your for your RFID readers and stuff like that, if that were ever to spill, but it's also just another object. Like they're false bottom water bottles, like something could be hidden in there, whatever. So there's a million things that I keep getting tripped up with in this whole story that make me sway one, one direction or the other. It's like, 
there's a huge part of me that just wants to believe that uh, she is just splashing around and doesn't give a fuck about the money because she's free rolled and you know said YOLO fuck you Garrett to like I'm standing up with you but it's also just like they played enough hands where she had better spots to kind of take a stand uh, than Jack High it, like I just I can't get over like nobody ever arrives at that call and yeah we can lean on the I thought she had Jack 3 but the more I watch, the more evident to me it is that the only thing I'm certain of is that she knew she did not have Jack 3. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing that I will absolutely hang my reputation on, and I know we'll never be able to prove it, but, like, I am of the utmost confidence that there is absolutely 0% likelihood, or as near zero as possible. Sorry, nothing zero. But and the main things that are leading you to that conclusion is that she looked back and, the, and the, uh, her comments afterwards. She looked back multiple times. It's a very clear two-card look back. So this, this story of I was only looking for the jack of clubs, like this is all just after the fact type of rhetoric. that Because it, it, once we can almost with, with a lot of certainty say that she knew she didn't have jack three she knew she didn't have the pair then that that takes a, a giant chunk out of her side correct giant chunk correct and uh, you know a lot of this to me is like watching i said this on on the air last week it's like watching a seven-year-old try to explain <laughs> a lie away right like they told a tiny little white lie and it just keeps festering and growing and they just keep altering their story and manipulating it as if the previous details that they leaked don't exist. Mm -hmm. So now the next logical thing to say is this, and they just go with that and run with it. And that's been the inconsistency of Robbie's story the entire time. So like all of this misinformation that she keeps throwing out and how inconsistent all the stories are, along with the actual physical actions that she takes, where she looks at her cards multiple times yep. before committing six figures with Jack High, it's just too improbable for me, yeah. right? It's just too improbable. Does that mean she cheated? I don't necessarily think that. I don't want to jump to that conclusion, but I do agree with you that it's imperative moving forward. We dissect this from the angle of she did not believe she had Jack 3 because that's, that's going to be the lens that actually opens this up to true investigation. But enough about that. Uh, I don't want to give my thoughts any more on that. I feel like I've exhausted them. Would love to hear from Melissa. You've kind of been seeing this from afar the entire time. I know. I I kind of am intentionally keeping like a bit of a distance from it because I just think there's a lot of, I don't know that it's so productive what everybody's doing. Maybe it is, but I just think there's, it seems like there's more information that we need in order to like come to any conclusions. I feel like a lot of what's going on is just very speculative. And when there's a lot of room for speculation, I think people tend to kind of uh, see what they'd like to see. And I've noticed one thing that it is showing me is poker is alive and well. <laughs> That's for sure. Because I'm reading some of these tweets from people who, you know, like don't play or maybe have played a few times or, and it's, First of all, it's very interesting how people like can make such decisive statements on this situation, having never sat down to learn anything about poker. Like I'm seeing a lot of viral tweets and a lot of them are taking a very like feminist spin 
because uh, I think, and I, even my childhood friend texted me and was like, did you see this? This guy's a huge pussy. And like, it's like, he just never played poker in his life. But like, this is sort of what the normie take is. And I don't know. Cause even me, like I, I'm find myself, um, in terms of like game integrity. And I think that the gut feeling that longtime pros have in situations like this is worth a lot. Like they've seen so many hands they've been in so many games before like they've been cheated before so on and so forth so i find myself uh like taking that as a pretty weighted aspect of this where a lot of people who i consider to be sharp and very familiar with this game and familiar with the you know the under the dark underbelly of the game then they're saying that they think they're Stop. saying that they think that there's cheating going on. Like I am inclined to uh, at least consider that without just being like scoffing it off as I see like a lot of the public doing. Um, but on the other hand, like I just, I don't know. There's not enough information for me to like know either way. I don't, I don't know how there's any, enough information for anyone to know. I don't think, yeah. I mean, there's not A lot enough. of people seem very certain and I'm just like, how? I mean, yeah. Well, basically all the pros that are very one way to the not cheating those are the people that we're gonna run triples on for the rest of life <laughs> so um yeah i don't know i think there's not enough information to, to tell but compiling data points of what the fuck's going on here is you know it's not gonna it's not evidence of something happening but it, it, it tells a story mm. and that story might lead us somewhere go chin Nah, I was just acknowledging the dark underbelly of the game. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were trying to interrupt Melissa. Um, no, I was just saying hi. <laughs> okay. Uh, kind of like pulling on that thread a little bit, uh, Melissa Bird put out a tweet today uh, that I think is kind of important as far as like separating the narratives that are beginning to form because I, I do think the fact that this has gone national viral mainstream. whatever you want to call it's it it's become yeah. a mainstream talking point for people to um like show like if people just when they are functioning from a a space of identity politics like they just see any issue and they're like this is look right they can and reframe so, it into their so narrative so it's just like annoying honestly and i'm glad that people like melissa burr and like live Bree are saying like hey i'm a long-term female high stakes poker player like stop <laughs> Because it's just like, you're not helping us. Like, right. you're really not. So I, I think that, like, her message is actually, like, re very well formulated. So she says, sometimes it's important to say things that people won't like. As a former high-stakes female, uh, sorry, as a former high-stakes poker female, I say this with extreme confidence. I hate weighing in on poker topics relating to females, mainly because most people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. More often than not, it leads to vicious comments, hateful DMs, people attacking my appearance and telling me I don't know shit. Despite being a female who's played multiple sessions requiring $100,000 worth of buy-ins spanning over a decade. With that said, it is, my, it is my opinion that the poker professionals who are following and analyzing this drama surrounding the HCL live stream have done so with a critical lens regardless of gender. This includes most notably Doug Polk, Joey Ingram, and others. People smell smoke and want to scream fire. I get it. Oh, Melissa, you gave us the others? Um, look, come on, man. I'm going to text her right now. That's crazy. We get others. <laughs> <laughs> it's pissed. 
People smell smoke. Yeah, continue. They're only friends. Thank you, Chin. Thank you. Uh, people smell smoke and want to scream fire. I get it, but this ain't it. So go ahead, fill up my mentions with hate and tell me how much of a feminist I am not. I don't give a fuck. This whole thing is a circus, but she's being treated as a poker player by the people analyzing, as she should be. The reason this is important is because if we keep screaming fire as it pertains to women in poker, we muddy the water for the real problems that do exist. I want to continue to advocate for the real problems women face daily in poker because they do exist and they are pretty bad. Uh, so I want to unpack that a little bit because I, I think that that's ultimately the, the framework that I want to operate under uh, as far as the discussion goes today. Um, you know, she kind of, uh, she, did, she did lump us into the others and that's fine. Uh, <laughs> she speaks largely to the incentives behind keeping this conversation going. And I tweeted about this uh, earlier today as well. I actually quote tweeted her. And I said, the biggest takeaway from this whole thing should be security, right? It's not, uh, you know, I said this in pre-production. I don't care that much about proving Garrett guilty or Garrett innocent. I don't care that much about proving that Robbie is cheating or that she did not. Like, I want one of those binary outcomes to occur so that we have closure as a community as a whole. But what I care the most about is getting down to the nitty gritty of was there a breach of security and if so, how, right? Even going back to the Apostle thing, I see that as being like one of the biggest victories that we've had in the public space as far as live poker goes. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get the guy, but I don't <laughs> care that we didn't get the guy. Right, we want to get the guy, but it's I, not the. I main truly thing. don't give a shit. I feel bad for the people who lost money to him, right, of course. But as far as the community as a whole goes, it doesn't matter that Possible is still out free, right? Uh, I it, mean, yeah, it it just I, doesn't. I, I get what you're saying. It just doesn't. He's broke. He can't pay his debts. It doesn't really matter. And the reason why it doesn't matter is he's getting justice in a different way. Is what you're saying? The community as a whole is because well, or should be where we failed was the actual execution, right? What the possible investigation allowed us to understand is how negligent we are with our current systems in place. Outside of any stream that operates in Nevada or New Jersey who actually have oversight from gaming, so PokerGo, uh, WPT when they used to run in Jersey, that's really it as far as I know, WSOP. Uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, they follow strict protocols that make it damn near impossible to breach their security. That's not to say that it is impossible. It's just to say that they have something in place to make it difficult. Now, anytime you're talking about cybersecurity, whether you're talking about online poker, live, uh, live streams, or anything else, there's always incentive to get the money, and there's always going to be some sort of backdoor opportunity to do so through the security. There will always be weak points, right? So it's not a matter of if, but when. And what we don't know, but I would hope is true, is that streaming entities like PokerGo, like WSOP, like WPT, have protocols in place for when there is a breach in security. So if there is suspected cheating through their system or otherwise in a live stream game, they have protocols. Do we stop the stream? Yes or no? Do we, uh, you know, how do we go about investigating? Um, I have a list, uh, a very short list from an exchange that I had with a friend, uh, via DM that I think is like pretty, pretty pertinent whenever it comes to these protocols. Right. So, uh, first and foremost, if 
if all of these stream houses don't already, and I suspect that they don't, they should have a cybersecurity consultant on, on retainer, mm-hmm. right? And this should be a longstanding relationship. This should be a, a, a cybersecurity team that is heavily familiar with the system that they have in place, with the security measures that they have implemented in order to ensure that the, the information is protected. And this should be somebody or a, a team of people that they can engage with immediately for evidence collection, uh, for protection procedures, to get the uh, videos pulled, to get the decks sequestered, uh, to get the, the, the system itself kind of like frozen in place, to get any log that is created from said system, all yeah. of this stuff, right? This is all critical to go out to a third party. And that's what we're demanding of, uh, of Hustler now, but we're not going to end up getting that because they didn't have these protocols already in place. They don't have a cybersecurity team that they are uh, that they have some sort of relationship with, right? Like they're scrambling now to find one, which means that they didn't follow these protocols. It's highly unlikely that they have the decks pulled and sequestered and you know in an evidence bag somewhere. It's highly unlikely that they um, that they were able to pull logs from the system and ensure that nobody else has touched uh, matter of fact it's impossible because they kept running their fucking stream using the exact same software right. right so now if there was a breach of security in the system they've continued to project said breach out and, and subject everybody else to these me- methods now you could say like okay we'll remove the the potential cheats in robbie and anybody else that's suspect like okay fine but that doesn't make you secure right and that's the issue that I think that we're addressing here. That's what Melissa is speaking to as to why we are so incentivized to get to, the, get to the truth of this matter, the crux of what the hell went on here, right? And maybe at the end of the day, the system proves to be completely secure. There proves to be no breach. And Robbie proves to be completely innocent. And that's great, that if, we, great. if we do do that. But it still should, ex- it still should uh, escalate the security measures that are taken for these stream houses, every one of them. And I screamed this when possible happened and I'm just as guilty as everybody else that I forgot. I forgot to continue to hold people to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that nobody's going to change just because of two weeks of bad press. I mean, this happens a lot, right? Once, once the news cycle dies or something else comes along, we move on to that and, and we forget to, you know, to change something or do something that why we started this in the first place. Right. Right, so uh, I think if we take a look at Hustler's, um, Hustler's announcement as far as like the protocols that they're going to follow moving forward, uh, I think that these are worth, uh, I guess, discussing um, in the sense of they exist, but to what degree is this helpful? So uh, they put out a statement. I, I read this on air last week. Uh, they basically said, uh, and I said this is the right statement to make for sure. It's just a matter of you know what's the execution going to look like? Uh, so they said high stakes poker production is in the process of retaining experts to conduct a thorough and independent investigation of the hand involving Gary to Robbie. Okay. Stop. That means they didn't already have this relationship, right? That means that they haven't coordinated with a cybersecurity team ever to set up their stream, which is, and I want, this is the point I tried to make whenever we segued into this. So negligent, $3.5 million on the table, Right. We, we've, we've seen the biggest cash games ever run in America on that stream. On that stream and on PokerGo. And there's a massive difference in security between the two. 
And even PokerGo, who I'm confident because of Nevada Gaming, does have very strict protocols in place as far as how, they're, how to secure their system. I am begging them, if they don't already, to follow some of these follow-up protocols as far as if and when something goes wrong, right? Don't scramble. Don't turn it into a PR cover where we just have to entrust that you're handling it internally because what we don't want is another stone scenario where it's a quote-unquote internal investigation that we get no details on and it's a private entity, so that's ultimately what we're going to end up getting, right? We have to be able to have a, a, a sense and peace of mind as players. And I mean, like, you know, now that I zoom out and think about it, it's like, it's so fucking crazy what's going on, guys. Like, streams are just popping up out of the woodwork in Texas where people, their experience with this technology and running stream games goes so far as to they've played on one before. Or they, they spoke to Andrew Milner in Australia and purchased his hardware. Like, this isn't it, you know? Like, uh, imagine that this was your bank's security for online banking, right? Like, oh yeah, well, we started a website and it has a secure login. And that's it. <laughs> that's enough, you know? Like, your funds are safe with us, right? Like, we take on so much unnecessary asymmetrical risk as players, as gamblers, as speculators, right? We do it in crypto too. We allow it to be the wild, wild west because we don't understand all the back, all, all the inner workings of what happens in the background. And we're so used to traditional structure where cybersecurity is paramount, right? Any traditional entity that you're doing business with that's on the up and up, that has licensing through the SEC or the Better Business Bureau or, or whatever governing body oversees them, we know cybersecurity is paramount for them. You know, because they will be attacked. The, the hackers, like, attempt to get into the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I'm sure. Right. Like, right. finding a breach in the Hustler Live that allows somebody to win yeah. a few extra hundred thousand is not right. that much of a reach. Right. Like not you said, like, if, if any, like, if you have this kind of system and, you know, it's not that you don't, you have the motivation to do it. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's, it, someone's going to, want to and probably try to do it and that motivation is sitting there when three and a half million dollars right. on the table so the next statement was while we always have had confidence in the security of our technology and the integrity of our staff we take the allegations very seriously and understand anything is possible uh, again I, I pointed this out before but like you shouldn't have confidence and that's the problem that arrogance is what's led us to this because the confidence that you have is basically that you can turn on a switch and your machine will run that, yeah. that doesn't align with security at all. The confidence in security yeah. comes from a cybersecurity team right. that specializes in this. Like, I understand these systems through and through, and I don't feel confident that personally I could build one from scratch and say, like, this thing's bulletproof. Yeah, like, I have some, some experience, right? We run the academies here, so, like, I've dealt with this technology. And I think about, like, the water bottle situation where, oh, there could be an RFID reader in, in the water bottle. Um, but then I'm like, well, how would that actually work? Because those, the deck is registered to the, to the server that they're using. And if they had that reader, they would, they wouldn't be able to like, they wouldn't know which card is what, right? Is that, is that correct? Rick? Like, how would you, like if, if, right. Cause if, if the cards, if they didn't actually register. register the cards themselves, just bring in an RFID 
reader in there is not going to help you. But this is my limited knowledge of how this right. works. Maybe there is a way that right. I'm unaware of. Yeah. And that, so like I would say, oh yes, no, there's no way that they could do that. But I don't know because I'm not a secure a cyber security person, right? So then maybe when they say, oh yes, this is secure, but they don't have that, it's the arrogance that you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, personally, like I'm doing a lot more digging too because yeah. when I researched this for Possible initially, my understanding of RFID technology was that the scope of it was very limited, uh, like six inches to a foot. But mm -hmm. uh, as I'm doing more digging, that may actually be incorrect or there may have been advancements in RFID, RFID tech. And like, yeah, as far as the system in place, you would have to register the cards, but I don't know that that applies to all general RFID, right? So like, I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to mm -hmm. see what type of technology is out there. Right. Trying to buy a couple of these things to see if we can test it ourselves. Uh, and, and potentially, I mean, we have the whole system downstairs. So mm -hmm. it's like if I can set up a cheating mechanism downstairs where it may not even involve me going into the back end and hacking the server or anything like that. I just am able to set something up where it just takes a device reading the deck. The water bottle seems like a pretty good place to start. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, uh, I mean... The statement by Hustler PR-wise, I think it's, it's correct. I think they're doing everything that they could now. Uh, I think that Definitely, they're, they're taking sure. all the right steps mm -hmm. now. Uh, I just, I want to keep shining a light on this for the same reason why we beat the Ali and Jake thing to death as well with online poker. It led to significant change. Like, will the Integrity Council be our saving grace? I don't know, but it's a step in the right direction. Better than nothing. Like, these companies and operators are under higher scrutiny, so we are expecting less RTA moving forward. And I think the exact same thing needs to be happening when it comes to the stream houses. Like, guys, these streams, I've said it a million times, and I'm saying it knowing full well that I'm going to continue to play on them because they're the only games that I have available this to me. This week. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they are just simply vulnerable. It's not that they're not safe. I don't want to use that language because that implies malice on behalf of the stream houses, and that's not the case. They're just vulnerable and there isn't enough being done at the operator level to make them less vulnerable or, you know, to, to the degree of uh, industry standard, let's call it. And I would use like PokerGo as, as the industry standard, right? Uh, so, I, I mean, that's personally where I'm at. What do you guys think? Do you guys have any, any specific thoughts on security or why it's worth our time even going into this? Um. I think it's worth saying that not all like hacking or cybersecurity issues are just technology based. Like a lot of um, when I was more like looking into crypto stuff, a lot of the times the ways servers would get um, hacked or, you know, malicious links getting sent out were because of a breach from like them just socially uh socially engineering their way into into right. secure things so i think like it's not always gonna be like some inspector gadget toy or something like i think that there's a lot of security breaches and probably most of them happen from simple uh social breaches yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, we kind of spoke about that of uh, same thing with like the robbery that happened in Texas uh, and things of that nature. It's like you can create as much security around something as as possible. But, uh, you know, I spoke at length about this. 
when it's when 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 an inside job is not only the most probable way that something occurs, but it's also the easiest way that something occurs, then your protocols are off, right? Yeah. So the person being looked for in the robbery at the lodge, there's video of him just loitering or just like casing the place, waiting to follow somebody out basically, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, like I consider that an inside job. I know that maybe the true definition of it means that somebody on staff was involved in it, but uh, I'm just kind of speaking to the, the mechanics of your business. When somebody can infiltrate it, whether they're a patron or a worker, and very easily take it down, take down your security measures simply, it means that your security measures are weak, right? And that's going to be true of stream games. That's going to be true of, uh, you know, these card houses that are not licensed like casinos are and don't have the same level of security that a casino would, don't have the same um, monetary system in place that makes it very challenging for people to, uh, to rob, you know, your chips or whatever, uh, don't have the same security on site, whatever, uh, that's going to be, that's going to hold true for, you know, uh, like Melissa said, going into the crypto space and stuff like that. The reason crypto is so fucking vulnerable right now is because you could just get into a discord and get chummy with the right people and then take down their entire system. Right. So it, it's like, it's on us. We all are, I shouldn't say we all, but like this space is new enough where entrepreneurs are setting out and they're creating their own little niche and they're popping up businesses that fill needs. They're popping up a stream house. They're popping up a card house. They're popping up, uh, you know, wh whatever the case may be. And we don't have the layers that you would see in traditional spaces, right? You don't have the relationship with a cybersecurity team. You don't have the relationship with... Um, you know, an investigative team that will come in and suss out whatever cheating is taking place or whether or not they're, you know, you're left to scramble the way Hustler is now. And it's unfortunate because like I, you know, Ryan has built something between Live at the Bike and now moving to, to Hustler that I, I kind of said this before. It's like, it, it's bigger than him now, right? Like it's bigger than I think he could have ever imagined. And at some point, you know, when you start up small, you don't expect it to have this level of growth. And then when you're there, you forget about all the steps that you skipped along the way just to get the thing off the fucking ground, right? Well, now we're to a point where it's massive and there's just infinite money in play and it's very vulnerable. How separate are um, like the actual live stream from the Hustler Casino itself? Because the Hustler Casino has to have... Some uh, liability? Sub, well, maybe some liability, but also... It's a good uh, question. Do they have like uh, a cyber team themselves? Right. For, for the whole casino. Right. For, for, you know, they do a lot of business. They do a lot of transactions, I'm sure. So they, they want to be secure. So like, why can't that be passed down to the, to the stream to make sure the stream is safe as well? If they're already doing, I think, I think, areas of I think casino? Hustler will take, I think Hustler will take on the responsibility of traditional gaming uh, security. So like cameras, mm -hmm. uh, transactions at the window all of that type of stuff. When it comes to the game itself and the stream itself, when it comes to the that's, technology, that's just on Ryan and Nick. They're just licensing the technology through uh, high stakes production. So it's just the production team is separate I, I from everything so, yeah. else. For what it's worth, I wouldn't want them to be doing the investigation or looking over anything right now anyway. I'd want an outside party to be doing Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but Brian's kind of implying that I, they would already have protocols in place. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that like, if, you know, you, we talk about, you know, the higher security being more expensive. Right. Well, if it's if it's coming from the actual casino, then that right. could be split the cost. Split or, the cost. Yeah. yeah. 
right exactly uh i think conrad got an email from uh one of our chat members i just saw him in there but uh grit poker yeah grit poker shout out to him he says i'm certified in cybersecurity. i have the comp tia security plus certification also currently studying for certified ethical hacker version 11 uh and he gave us a few points that we can discuss and i i think they're all very valid uh, he said, first and foremost, can't 100% say cheating or 100% innocent. Totally agree with that. I think like the jury's completely out on this. Uh, he said, I tend to lean with Doug Polk. Something's fishy, not on the up and up completely. Uh, that's my instinct too, but it's more so in the sense that like, I just feel like Robbie and uh, Rip are lying. I haven't, you know, having gone through the hands, I haven't seen anything uh, extremely obvious or, or, or stand out to me. There have been little moments, right? Like I've, I've seen the vibrating waistline uh, good i think that the vibrating thing is so dumb man she's shaking her foot I, i'm telling you Shake i've watched foot. it a hundred times you can Shake watch her foot. legs and they are as still as fucking can be and he's gonna do it tonight this is shaking and my legs are still but that's not what it looks like i mean i could she's do this. leaning forward like this yeah and her midsection just pulses why yeah, would you, you have a that. device that, that vibrates right you don't need anything that vibrates that strongly mm -hmm. that's going to shake your whole body yeah i, Maybe, I look i agree it could be it could be something like a nervous tick right so I she's nervous that, and then and then she does this i think there are what things to look at no like you don't understand like you can watch how can you possibly well you can't see from that i mean you're very far away if you get close up you can you can stare so there's there's actually a, a Pellegrino water bottle, mm -hmm. uh, so you can kind of see that green dot yep. through, on, through the. L listen to me. Sound like Alex Jones. What Just listen to me. <laughs> right. You so can see that green dot through the only has area high. that would be she by her left leg. High. If you focus on that dot, you'll you see that her left leg really never ever ever changes planes. So like it's not that leg shaking, and you have very clear sight of the right leg. Uh, it it's just abundantly clear that something is causing a vibration yeah. i i'm not even saying it's necessarily for an object maybe there maybe she was flexing i don't know right because you can, she can you also can, just be shaking you can you can shake your I torso mean, without moving your legs yes but you shake your upper half if that happens like this you're doing the harlem like, shake yeah watch yeah. i mean what her boobs don't move <laughs> they, i just think just that there's move. things to look at i think that one makes the rest of the things you look at seem silly it's not a one-off it's, it's not a one-off though we saw it three different times yeah but people sh like their bodies shake when they're nervous. Like, I ain't never did the Harlem Shake when I was nervous. <laughs> I just think that to say that she had a vibrating device that was set on such a strong vibration that her entire body and chair would move—that that, that, that—that's what is is, is weird, right? Is like, it, it, if you have a vibration device, it's like what you like she? your phone. Right? So she that's not going to shake a whole chair. Right, but it doesn't you necessarily have, have to be her phone. People are saying, oh, but if she had a vibrating thing in her vagina, she would move like that. No, she wouldn't. No, trust me. <laughs> I would know. You don't, it doesn't, it just, I think it's so silly. I, every time I hear this, this vibrating thing, I'm like, come on, man. Like there's other things to look at that uh, are way more plausible. I, I was pretty critical of it, but, uh, if she were using a, a remote EMS device, it would it would cause like that level of contraction. Um, Why? Have you ever had electric muscle stimulation? Why would she use that over just a simple vibrating thing that doesn't shake your entire body? Well, you would have to name what the other vibrating thing is. Like an electronic device that vibrates any type. Right, but like we have to we have to be able to hide it on her person. 
and it has to be remotely it's very controlled. easy to hide a vibrating device on a woman yeah no i understand what, i mean i think i it just is like going. seems like, so silly like vibrating to me. panties like this, or something like it that it seems so silly that you would choose something that shakes your whole body i i just think that's not what's going on there yeah i mean it very well may not be uh it's it's obviously just a theory but uh it, it's certainly inconsistent with a lot of other aspects uh and i i would say that there's a couple other things like the the side shot where it does appear that there's something on her left or sorry her right hip um that's you know rectangular in nature um anyway uh the other things uh that he said were uh, andy's comments in uh real time that there's no cheating is not healthy he obviously doesn't know that it's naive to say that immediately i think andy's walked that back since so uh fair criticism um Anonymous hacking collectives can penetrate corporations. A small IT infrastructure, such as uh, a, a high-stakes poker production, is very, very easy, which I agree with. I don't know shit about hacking, and uh, I can show you the vulnerabilities in the GFX system very easily. Um, uh, this stuff, I think, is probably a little bit too technical. Uh, and then finally, he says, or sorry, the last two things he says, Hustler needs to hire a legit firm with five to 10 years experience who have um, white hat pen testers. Uh, completely agree with that. Like if you're going to bring in a cybersecurity firm, like they should be very experienced and understand what it is that they're looking for and what they're looking at. And then finally he said, we must not be closed-minded and completely rule out that hacking is a possibility. Uh, saying immediately that it's impossible is naive and unhealthy to the investigation. Uh, it may accidentally allow file play to go unnoticed. And that's the biggest, most critical point that I, I wanted to touch on today. Like the, the conversation that I want to have is like the last thing that we want to come from this is that nothing changes when it comes to the procedures at, at stream houses. Mm -hmm. Everybody's asshole should be puckering right now if they run a stream. Every one of them should be taking a hard look in the mirror and saying like, am I completely bulletproof secure? And do I have protocols in place for if there is a breach of security? And I know for a fact the answer across the board is no. Has to positive be, of it. Has to be no. I'm just positive of it. Like I'm positive based off the possible situation. <laughs> I'm positive based off of this situation. And I'm positive with who I know is like basically at the top of each of these individual streams, right? So PokerGo is the only place where I have the utmost confidence that they are secure. And again, I don't even... Not, I don't want to not take credit away from them, but it's largely because they have to adhere to guidelines that Nevada Gaming has put in place. Like they have an armed guard standing outside of the peak room. That's a lot different <laughs> than, you know, just a fucking computer thrown into a closet in a casino somewhere that's holding the most critical information that the, uh, the, the, the stream has to offer. Chin, you there? <laughs> He's faced uh, out. I mean, I agree with all that. That's why we're gonna watch all these hands tonight. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like the, I don't want to say that Hustler was negligent because I don't think you know they 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 put in a lot of work into their stuff. You just don't want to lose seats. No, I mean it's not even about that. I just I, I just think that like they they definitely look. Negligence can come from ignorance for what it's worth. Like, it's, it's not always malice. Look, the, the, that team had situations happen uh, in, 
the other spots like from Life of the Bike accusations prior. So they took those situations and they they try to improve on on what the what they were doing before. So I don't want to say that they didn't think of things. I mean, it's always an arms race, right? The bad guys are always ahead of the good guys. Well, like, no, in this in this instance, in this instance, I'm going to push back because uh, nobody nobody corrected for the imperfections in the GFX system post possible. So we are three years removed. How, how do we know that for sure, though? Because they're still using the GFX system. Okay, so this is someone something someone said that I actually agree with, where. Ryan Jones in the chat said, if Hustler claims their security is solid, why not invite some hackers and put a bounty on their system being hacked, run a mock game, and the first hacker to break in gets paid? This is what crypto uh, yeah. co the companies way, do yeah. all the time. Yeah, I feel like right. that is a good idea. Right. They're like, test our code. Like, if you can if you can find a, a breach, we'll pay you $100,000 or something like that. I think like to that. the point Berkey's saying, do you know how fast that competition will go in general? Yeah. Like, that would be a 30-second competition, and it would be over. Right. That's a good thing. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't be because I'm, I'm basically speaking out loud all of the things that uh, you would utilize to cheat. And right. though they may have been sloppy in the past, they would be overly critical if we were running a stress test. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah, stress testing yeah, is the what, thing. What we're saying is, yeah, but that would apply also to Poker Girl. Like if you, if we, if we put of a course, bounty on everything. Poker Girl's head, they probably also will, would fail. Like it's unfair to like no. Poker Girl to this massive standard. And then like, you know, kind of shit on everybody else i doubt well i'm shitting on everybody else because poker go does not use the poker gfx system nobody upgraded after possible right so you're and saying that's that negligence the, that's the problem is is the actual software, software. The system itself. yes when right. the when the owner of or the creator comes out and says this was never meant to be developed as a a uh as a corporate product right and this was never meant to be utilized the way it's being utilized. This was for fun, for people to use in their home games. He is effectively coming out and saying, like, you all have to do better. Yeah. Like, my system has its limitations. Yeah. Period. Right. Right? And everybody just chose to ignore. And that's fine until something like moving, this happens. Nobody's moving to a custom because it's just too expensive? It's expensive as fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what, what PokerGo paid to... to, to to, to customize their uh, software. It's but literally building from scratch, right? Yeah. yeah I, I would it guess it's probably like a 50K system if I just had to ballpark it. That, that, that doesn't sound like that expensive at all. It's a Poker GFX is $1,600 a year. I, I know, but like... Less. Actually, way less. It's $1,600 out the gate to get all of the hardware and then it's like a $300 the pro year. license too? Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's free. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's like... Mm -hmm. It's for friends. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, not the pro version, but yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it seems like, you know, when there's millions of dollars on the table, having a 50000 one-time kind of cost sure. for, the, for the peace of mind. I mean, it's not full peace of mind, right? Like not, nothing's foolproof, right? But if, if, if what you're saying is it's so much, so much better than, than the current system, and it, it, it seems like it's almost a no-brainer to, to do it when you're running these big of streams. Yeah, yeah. I think that, uh, and I listen, I understand Christian's point where it sounds like I'm being very hard on, on these stream houses. And like, I like all these guys. I, I'm friendly with Ryan. I'm friendly with Nick. I'm friendly with Wayne in Houston. Uh, you know, I've played in the Texas live streams. Right, you're coming from a point where you just want it to get better. You just want everything to get better. Yeah, that, that that's you're like not friends or not. To, right. I I am I have zero interest and zero motivation, even if it costs me seats, to promote 
negligence moving forward. And, and this is a point that I want to be critical of. Negligence does not mean malice. Negligence can come from ignorance, right? Now, I, I do think that like, if we're claiming ignorance in this instance, you turned a blind eye to something that was very obvious and was you know, broadcast throughout the community for three years. But it's also because nobody's overseeing it. Nobody is, nobody's going down there and uh, checking and scrutinizing the system and stress testing it and seeing like, and, and we as the community don't have the option to do that because if we do and get caught, that we're cheaters. Right. Right. So it's not like it's. Unless uh, they're like allowing you to do it, something that like Melissa Correct. But it's like, I couldn't go down there with what I think is a cheating system. And, and then when I get caught, just say like, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to, to test your vulnerabilities, bro. Yeah, no. Well, obviously you know? I'll give the money back. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, yeah maybe Robbie, Robbie gave the money back. She's like, I was just testing it. Here, just take the like money a, back. like a white hat hacker. <laughs> <laughs> She's the hero in all this. She was trying to point out the vulnerabilities of the system. So I do want to bring this conversation back. Uh, I, I kind of want to get... Um, I want to get Melissa's uh, final thoughts on this because this is the second narrative. Like I spun this into the narrative that I want the community to push, but the real narrative that's going mainstream is the one that I, I really uh, would like to have a deeper conversation on. And that is that this is some sort of misogynistic uh, male versus female power dynamic. Yeah. Well, so like the, the mainstream narrative seems to be um spoiled stats bro poker guy gets mad because woman outplays him when he only has eight high and she has jack high so she calls it the best hand and he's mad that she made a good play that's like the <laughs> why are you mad bro that's like the mainstream narrative which is just like there's just a lot to unpack there yeah i have a lot of people with check marks <laughs> in my mentions that say, well, he was fucking around with eight high. What did he think was going to happen? Oh my! And it's right. Like, well, I mean, it's it's like where do I begin? Right. Uh, I don't think I do. I don't. I think it's a waste of. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't begin there. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Stuff like this is always going to get spun into. The hand is so absurd, right? The, like the it's so, like it, it, for people that understand poker uh they it, the hand is so absurd that it, it wouldn't matter that if it was a woman right. or a man or but like i said if it was rip with the hand right and i'm just using him as an example because he's tied to her right but if it was him with the hand and that happened yeah i think we're we're all looking at this from every which way the same way we are with her it, it, if yeah. it was rip garrett would have yoked his ass up wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> that almost happened anyway <laughs> Uh, um, I, I think, I think, so this is, uh, speaking to the, to the misogyny angle and everything else. Uh, I think this is one of those instances where it's like, I, I hear what they're saying and I understand it, but by and large, the overwhelming narrative is in favor of Robbie. So yes, of course she is, she's going to deal with the, and I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that like in a, in a simplified version or uh lightly uh she's going to deal with the the idiot trolls that comment on her yeah. looks and comment mm -hmm. on her intelligence and mm -hmm. all these things we're like, not saying there's not misogyny correct. out there correct. of course there is correct right? but what i'm saying is that she is overwhelmingly being supported not torn down so i don't understand the focus of the like across the board as far as i can see 
people who are digging into this as professionals that are trying to scrutinize what happened and get to the bottom of it are not wasting any time or energy whatsoever in the gender dynamic aspect, right? Mm -hmm. right? And so I don't understand all of the desire to speak out with regard to the fact that there are shitty people on the internet that are criticizing her looks or saying that this, or dismissing like uh, that this could be a legitimate thing based off of logic, whereas uh, the counter argument is, well, male logic doesn't apply to, to her in this particular instance because she thinks differently. Like I, I've seen a lot of that thread line being placed. It's like, okay, maybe what that's is, true. Um, Good. What is male logic? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of rhetoric of uh, of course you as a male can't understand what she was thinking because you don't see the world through her lens. Like you don't know what it's okay. like to be in that spot uh, as a pretty woman. You don't know what it's like to be in that spot feeling bullied. You don't know what it's like, uh -huh. and I think that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there was a, everybody has an their own experience of. Um, well, not even just a woman thing, but coming coming into a an environment where you feel somewhat like an outsider. Mm -hmm. There's people who have seniority, quote unquote, there. That can be intimidating. Yeah. So I guess like I think that uh I understand I understand the rhetoric. I get it. And I do think that it's it's valid, right? It is valid that Robbie's experience is gonna be very different than my experience. Robbie's experience is going to be very different than Rip's experience if we're saying that they're both equal amateurs, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what I don't understand is the twisting of the narrative to imply that it's only happening because Robbie is Robbie. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine with relative confidence that if this was a hand versus Rip instead, the narrative would be 80% in Garrett's favor that he cheated. Like I'm relatively confident of that. So yeah. I want to I go the other route, right? Mm -hmm. So... There's a lot of validating it as being a legit play because she felt this, she felt that, we mm -hmm. can't understand what she was feeling, yada, yada, yada. Would you imply the same thing if it were Rip? If Rip called with Jack 4 off there and said, like, I'm just tired of you bullying me, man. I'm going to stand up to you. Like, Rip, a big dude, right? Are we giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying, like, yeah, man, he had enough of the pro, like, ganging up? I, I, in a million years, I don't think so. Definitely less. Like, and maybe there's just a double standard there. So, okay, I, I'll acknowledge it. Yeah. But then you have to acknowledge those of us who are interested in the truth don't give a shit about, about this aspect. We don't care about what was said because those are all, yes, they're data points worthy of consideration, but taken out of context, they're just noise. Well, well I mean, we do care in, in the way that, like, if she is innocent, this is probably what was happening. Yes. Right. It, it, this yes. is what was happening. She was feeling intimidated, feeling bullied, and that is why she did make this absurd play. I'm saying we don't give a shit in trying to reveal the truth because though it is a data point when put back into context, so once we have some empirical truths as far as like her play is consistent or it's inconsistent, right? Now we can bring that back into the fold and say like, okay, how does this align or, or misalign, right? But in a vacuum, taken in isolation, it's just noise. If she's cheating, it's going to be noise to throw you off of figuring out that she's mm -hmm. cheating. If she's telling the truth, then it needs to be uh, added in with context of things that will back her truth, right? We can't just take it at face value because it was spoken. That means, uh, you know, it truly means nothing. Humans are divisive. Right. Uh, so I, I think that that's, that's the strangeness to me of all of this is... Uh, 
is that we've we've spun it this way. And to be to be abundantly clear and and fair, also these allegations are very serious in the world of gambling. Like being called a cheater is uh, one of the most threatening things that uh, can publicly happen. Yeah, that was like when I was watching, like. I feel like anybody who plays poker enough would be like, I know how this looks or, you know, like there would be like mm -hmm. something, some sort of worry about that there. But she, she seemed actually like confused at that part, which maybe lends itself more towards the not guilty side. Mm -hmm. Like she, or, I mean, it's just like, this is why I, I don't even really I'm not even bothering like trying to spin my wheels too much on this because like everything can be explained in favor or against right. like, so it's just, yeah, you can explain know. it away one way or the other. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's why, like, I think we have to look at actual data points, like where are the consistencies, where are the inconsistencies and try to arrive to some logical conclusions. Now I, I do understand uh, that a lot of this, narrative of uh almost portraying robbie as a bit of a victim comes from the aspect of well if she's innocent this is really fucking bad yes and that part is true but the can of worms is already open right mm -hmm. so that part is true for garrett to take into consideration yeah. and i'm sure he has and that's why i say he is absolutely staking his reputation on this because if she is proven to be innocent then there's going to be some level of hell to pay right mm -hmm. but what I'm trying to say is that the can of worms is already open for us as a community who are trying to get to the bottom of potential bad behavior or, or uh, nefarious behavior in the game. It's on us to scrutinize this. It's not on us to treat this with kid gloves mm -hmm. and empathize with her or sympathize with her, right? Like none of us are out here calling her a cheater. No. We're just not letting the story die. Right. And that sucks for her. Yeah. Good. Well, I was just going to say, we, we've all remained pretty neutral, and I think we're all um, kind of in that, that, you know, that, that middle part where we, maybe we sway one way, maybe we sway the other way with, with the more stuff that comes out. But, like, n no one's on, you know, especially on this podcast, is saying, like, 100% one way or the other. Right. Yeah, uh, so don't sue us in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, taking... Uh, I just want to chime in real quick. So the odd, the odd things that, sorry, I'm in hands at the same time, but oh, the, the odd things is that it's odd that she gave the money back in both ways, right? So if she's a cheater and she gives the money back, it feels odd for a cheater to give money back, right? Fine. Mm -hmm. But then also if she just made the sickest call of all time, it's also odd that she gives the money back because you have no, in, in both ways, you have no incentive to give the money back. Now, yeah. what, and I've been back, on for, back and forth on my position on this, but the more I think about it, it's like, well, what if she felt like she got caught and now she returns the money in an effort for us to no longer look into what's happening? Yeah. Right? She retains her seat uh, for future streams and continues the, you know, the, the efforts of cheating in a more elaborate, better sophisticated way. So that to me feels as if the only real incentive to give the money back 
is for us to like stop looking, right? Because Garrett sits down, we move on with life, and the whole thing continues. That's the only thing. But I think, like you're saying, like we shouldn't care who she's fucking. We shouldn't care if like her looks or whatever. Like whatever, man. Like that's not really what we're looking for. And I think, like you're saying, like that is a distraction. I think what we need to find is, like, why she's why she's gave the money back, which I think my reason might be interesting. And then look at like her hands, which were not done, and we have to keep looking at um, tonight. Yeah, and, and to that point of, um, you know, we shouldn't care about all that other stuff. That's that's what I really wanted to emphasize is we haven't. Like, nobody with a microphone within this industry, I, I mean, maybe Polk made some uh, poorly... Right, but he, he makes those things. comments about men, too. Fair. Uh, so, I don't know. It's sort of... Yeah. It would be weird if he I, didn't. It's, it's Polkian, right? <laughs> but, like, my whole point is, is that it's not the poker community that's driving that narrative. Like, yeah, sure, it's the trolls, but, like, the people who actually give a shit aren't saying these things. It's the national narrative. Right, it's it's the yeah, post. Yeah, control that though. And honestly, who knows if it would have even gotten national attention had it not been able to be spun into a gender issue. That's true too. Sure. They, I mean, I mean like, that's honestly, pretty much what the media does, right? They just promote like polarizing, divisive things. So, yes. it, also, they, like, why would they the... see a reason to promote it if they couldn't spin it that way? Go, Jen. I just haven't heard her say like straight up like I didn't cheat. Period. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard it. Like, I know. I, I it's kind of funny. I haven't, I haven't heard her say, like, no, I didn't cheat, period. Like, that's it. End of story. But, like, it's always, like, these, like, roundabout, roundabout reasons of, like, what happened. And then also those roundabout reasons seem to change every day. Right. So it's just odd. Like, it's really odd behavior. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let's just. Yeah, I, I, I mean. I just need to see these hands, man. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like Melissa's point is very valid. BBC picks it up. The Washington Post or the New York Post picks it up. Like these major news streams pick it up, and every one of them, the the headline is "Frat Boy Butthurt <laughs> Over Little Girl Bluffing." Yeah. Yeah. This is like, like I mean, you know, I'm not like taking sides or anything. It's just that the fact that this has turned into like national news and he's just he's reduced down to like <laughs> crybaby frat boy. honestly yeah. honestly it's better than them referencing his survivor appearance every right. single time like <laughs> and this guy was voted off the fucking island in survivor minutes. star <laughs> butthurt over poker hands right, right they're like they're like survivor loser gets voted <laughs> off after a woman throws all of their rice supplies in the fire he they still chose to vote him off first but but anybody like the national news and anybody who doesn't like doesn't understand poker at all you can see how they're how it looks to them to the outsider right i think that's why we're trying to like point out what's really going on because if you don't know anything about it you're just like wow she just made a really good call against this if, if you if you don't play poker yeah that that's the hard thing for me to actually get into the mindset of because uh you know, I, I try as best I can to remember what it was like when I was a beginner, mm -hmm. but, and, and maybe there were urges that I had with like really shitty hands, but like, bro, we're really down on the pips No, here. I mean, I don't know though. <laughs> like I can probably go back in my poker tracker from like my very first hands played ever. And you will see some, I was doing a lot of floating with, sure. with 
nothing sure but there was it, a lot it's, of floating with you know it's it's the all the money went in passively yeah with Je- no, like we're down on the pips here we're not yeah. like no, i'm not ace uh, I'm high just, right but but like if you just don't if you don't if you're not into poker at all or you don't don't play at all they they don't know i, they don't I get what you're saying i understand like, what right? you're saying they yeah. really don't understand that that jack high is just that's not it's never a call right Right. Mason says, is there any pro who could take this line and make that weird call without Gary being wildly suspicious? This thing plays out differently. No. Uh, I think the more professional a person is, the more likely this is just straight up cheating. Be, it would be funny, right? If it was if it was Phil Ivey that did it. Right. He's just he never would because it's just it just never would. But imagine if it was Phil Ivey played that hand the exact same way. There'd be a lot of people out there being like, he knows something we don't know. I mean he would have got a right? precise breakdown on why probably. Yeah. It's like it's like when he made he, when he played that hand like way back in the day where he had eight high and he check raised and the guy re raised him and he jammed all in or something like obviously he's jamming all in it's different but like there are be a definitely be a handful of people out there saying like wow he he really is the goat and he knows something we don't know ah uh, yeah I mean people would buy that narrative I guess but like it, it's really actually the whole line like the whole body of work here it's not just not just the call. The, the calling of the back jack and it's yeah. It, right, well, right. it's 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 the clicking it on the turn. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. Click on oh, the I, turn. Saw you, I thought you said checking back. My no, bad. no, the click back. I, yeah, yeah, like clicking it to call off right, is right. just right. Flop completely fine. Pre-flop kind of suspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're real. You know, we want to get loose. Okay. Flop seems reasonable. Yeah. Po approved. Clicking it's just fucking. You know, min raising on the turn. It's like what the fuck. Right. Like even if she yeah. had jammed. If she had jammed, like, we wouldn't be digging into this. Yeah. No, right. Not at all. It would be unfortunate because mm-hmm. she would show up with, like, total nonsense. But, like, it would be very hard to think that she was cheating. Yeah. I mean, w- w- you know what? We would say it. We would say it the same way we loosely say it all the times we <laughs> see, like, weird shit happening. Yeah. Like, Keating V-pipping 90%. It's like, bro, like, how did he break even this session? Like, right, yeah. Me- but it's, yeah. it's said in jest because, like, we understand variance. Mm-hmm. So much different. Like... It takes, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to make any accusations. Uh, all right. Let's 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 put a bow on this thing for the day. Uh, Christian and I are, are we doing this tonight, bro? Are we doing this? Chin's ready. Chin's been ready. Chin loves Chin's that grinding. Shit. What are you grinding, Chin? I'm gonna, I want to see her. I, I do want to see the hands. I need to see the hands. Because right. we're just <laughs> speculating, right? Like, we need to find something, man. Like, Let's fucking find something tonight. The only Let's thing you're ever going to find yeah. here is gotta a whole bunch of... go back in the public records. You're going to just find a whole bunch of pieces that you can just add up to tell a story. That's mm-hmm. all we, you're ever going to get here. Chins no, right. I agree with Chins right. We did, we did exhaust the, the speculation. Now yeah. we need more yeah. to speculate on. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of true. Um, yeah, nice. I mean, I got my point across. Like, I, I said this uh, on Twitter today, and I, I meant every word of it. Like, I... I'm going to do everything in my power to try to find a way to hold stream houses more accountable to a more standardized level of security, like a higher level of security. I don't know what that entails yet. Um, I think I have like some pretty good frameworks from people who are in the cyberspace, but also um, we're so limited on the actual streaming tech here, right? Like, let me ask you guys a question. Good. So say she cheated, right? And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about this and how this works. Yeah. So say she cheated. Garrett got his money back. Yeah. Right? But what happens to every other person that uh like was in hands with her? Are they just probably like, nothing. Yeah. They asked out. Yeah. 
Probably nothing. Unless they're gonna like, you know, send her an email. Hey. Uh, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, you know, we're we're talking about this and beating it to death, but like, there's no world in my in my opinion anyway. There's no world where we prove that she cheated in a more strong capacity than possible. Like to me, the proof of possible is like. 98 percent 99 percent something like that uh and because of all the hours of evidence yes and also but my point is nothing happened from that right Right. like there was no Mm -hmm. there was no uh repayment there was you know he just disappeared i think like our goal here is to get to like 80 percent certainty one way or the other that she's innocent or guilty Uh, i don't i can't imagine we get past the 80 20 mark with this, we only have eleven hours of footage. Barring a, barring a, barring a smoking a gun, smoking, a smoking gun or a smoking confession. confession, yeah, yeah. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. Like I hope that, like, as the investigation turns out, because like here's the thing: if they do investigate and f- just find a Trojan on the on the server, that's different. Like yeah. we're 100 percent now, yep. right? Like or, at that point, correlation does equal causation, and and yeah. lights out. Or if this lie detector test does come up, something. Yeah, I mean. Whatever, I have my own opinions on lie detector tests. No, I think course, it's just of kind of. I just think there's a lot of shit that's done for optics. There's a reason no, why the course. lie detectors are not admissible, in court, admissible right. yeah. in court because they're just not that. Reliable. Yeah, that's the problem that I just have overall. Is so much is done for optics, and we all fall for it, right? So like optically, they take your phone when you walk in. Optically, they uh, segregate the area that has sensitive information. Uh, from you optically they put it on a two-hour delay and we just go oh, what else are they supposed to do you know this is great same thing with the investigation it's like optically it looks good to submit everybody to a lie detector test but they're so fallible yeah right one way or the other so uh it is what it is i hope i, I don't think that this is going to be the end of stream poker that's why i'm being so diligent because i want to see everybody get fucking bulletproof it. yeah yeah, and honestly, they're the only games I can get in. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, it'd be great if you guys could all do fucking better. Please. <laughs> Any closing thoughts, team? No. I hope I added some value to this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, can we talk about that really quickly? No, no. We weren't going to do it. I just want to mention, I, I, I Kessler tried to dunk on the tortoise yeah. <laughs> on Twitter and just got guy? absolutely shredded. Man, oh, thank, their thank fans you. showed hey, out no, for all the tortoise. Of yours, thank you guys for jumping in the uh, the comments at my defense. It to was, be fair. It was great to see. I think it was less of uh, <laughs> loving you and more of hating Kessler. Yeah, oh, I know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. It However they got to the got to the conclusion is fine by Couldn't me. Couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Uh, Kessler, you watch your fucking step, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Because if you step you on a watch. tortoise again, that's yeah. right. Who knows? He will run you down. Get your tortoises <laughs> up in the chat. Shout out to everybody out there who's a member. We appreciate you guys. Please, uh, as always, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. What's your leading theory on all of this? I mean, we we got a lot of them floating around. The vibrating midsection, the the thing on her hip. Uh, she's just straight innocent as fuck and said no. I got Jack High. I'm not going anywhere. How rich is she to put in $100,000 with nothing? Let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, not sure what Joey's plans are. I don't really want to overlap on him, but Christian and I do want to go over these hands, so there's a good chance we do a live stream this evening doing just that. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much for supporting us. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested in the Academy, head to academy.solverwide.io. 
That's going to be February 1st week, 2nd to the 5th. Also, there's a new episode of Poker Out Loud out today on Sulphur TV. So head to sulphurwide.io and check that out. It's going to do it for us, at least for the time being. There's a good chance that we see you tonight to go over more of these sessions, more of these hands. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, guys. We'll see you then. Peace.